This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's a sea of orange at Minimate. This this place is bonkers right now. Is October baseball. Bregman says he treats practice like a game, so game feels like practice. And he hammers this one. George drills this one deep to left center field and sends back Brantley on the warning track looking up. See you later! Altuve drills this one deep to left field. Going back on it, Brantley looking up and it's gone! In the Landry's Crawford boxes. Back-to-back jacks. First Springer, now Altuve. Here comes the 3-2 from Verlander. Strike three! Swung right through it on a fastball. Verlander walks off to a standing ovation. Here's the pitch. Swings and misses. That's a dozen. Strikeouts for Cole. Swing and a miss. Struck him out on a curveball. The American League Division Series. The Houston Astros. Radio Network. 1-0. And Donaldson skies this one in the center. Playable for Marisnik. Ambling to his left. Waiting for it to come down. Makes the grab. And that is the ball game. The Houston Astros go up two games to none in this best of five ALDS. Coming from behind to defeat the Cleveland Indians. 3-1. Well, A.J., back when we were playing here against the Cleveland Indians, late 90s, this place was kind of rocking and rolling. It's one of the most intimidating parks that uh, you could come to as a visitor. We haven't seen that in a long time, but we expect more of that uh, in a playoff game, right? Well, I hope they're frustrated with being down 2-0, and maybe they'll um, be a little quieter. But it's, this has been a very difficult place to play in, you know, over the last 10 or 15 years just because of the fans, the, the, the shape of the stadium. It can get really loud. There's a... Um, there's a great energy in this ballpark when the fans show up. Talking about the game two, and a lot of times when you look at your main guys, you'd expect them to do some things, but there's always going to be somebody out there who's going to do some damage. And Marwin shoots it in the right field, and that's going to get down for a base hit. Altuve racing around third as the ball gets past Cabrera and all the way to the wall. Altuve scores. Bregman around third coming home. Put on the plate the slide. Bregman safe. Astros lead it 2-1. to one. Marwin Gonzalez sprays four hits around the ballpark. Not surprising to you, though, right? No, I mean, he's been a big contributor for us, and I, and I think he can do so much. Um, you know, I can move him around the field, but his at-bats are good. His, uh, you know, he came up big last year with some huge hits, and, and, and the season has been a little bit of a grind for him. I'm proud of him because he, he's had to work and, and scratch and claw and, and, and try to find his rhythm and swing. And, and you know, when, when a team comes in, we know they're probably going to want to turn him around because of all the home runs he hits left-handed, but... When, it, when somebody does that and they turn you around, you come up with a big hit, that can that can really kickstart you to a really cool cool run. And a kind of a in-vogue thing is the starters not pitching really deep into these ball games, or you may start with a reliever in these games. It's it's really nice to have Verlander <clears throat> and then Garrett Cole go out there and give you significant innings. 2-2. Two, two. Swing and a miss. Struck out Donaldson on the slider away. Two strike count, and it swung on a miss. Swept the slider way off the plate. He couldn't reach it to spoil another one. And that's the third strikeout for Cole now. Breaking ball got him. Strike three. 
Nasty sharp break on that one. Four strikeouts now for Cole, and there's two away. You weren't kidding about the break on that slider. Whew. It's like a wiffle ball. Swung on a miss. High fastball gets it by Donaldson as Cole strikes out the side. Swings and misses. That's a dozen strikeouts for Cole. I mean, that's one of the things everybody asks me if I believe in the in the bullpenning or do I believe in the opener and and I do. I think it's a it's an interesting strategy. We just don't have to do it. We have really good starters across the board. Dallas Keuchel today, if necessary tomorrow, Charlie Morton. Um, I'll take that rotation against anybody, including the one across the way, which is really really good. So um, that's a luxury for us. We we have that uh, that strength. It also keeps the bullpen in check and, and gives us a really strong uh, group of pitchers for today. You've handed the ball off to Keuchel in some very meaningful games. A lot of opening day starts, All Star game start, things like that. He should be just fine coming into this game. He's used to it. Oh, yeah, he's good. And, and I think in a lot of ways, um, he carries that little little edge with him, knowing he used to anchor the staff. He was a Cy Young Award winner a couple of years ago. Um, it matters to him that he's an Astro. We know he's a free agent at the end of the year. We don't know what that's going to bring. So he'll pitch with some emotion, uh, but he'll pitch well because he's Dallas Keigel. Brian McCann's catching him today. Maldonado mm-hmm. takes a seat. But uh, McCann gives you a lot, <clears throat> especially with the leadership and the confidence he brings everybody else. Sure. He, I mean, he caught every inning in the postseason last year. So that's huge. And then the left-handed bat, we really want to get it all our left-handed bats in, in the lineup today against Clevenger. He's got some pretty significant splits in his career. And also this year, um, it's, it's good to get these guys some playing time. We believe we can win with McCann. You were talking about with Corey Kluber. You want to make sure where the outside corner was if you're a mm-hmm. hitter. What do you have to do with Clevenger? You know, you got to get the ball down and in the strike zone and try to lay off his breaking ball. If you can get a fastball to hit, you can you can do some damage against him. It's one of the things that that he tries to do is entice you with that fastball up and then and then he throws that hard breaking ball down. So you got to pick pick the strike zone that you that you attack the best and do your best. If you, A.J., up 2-0 in the series, do you want to stay aggressive in these games? Yeah. No, we're going to try to play to win. I mean, it's, you can't assume anything. There's no tiptoeing. There's no carefulness. There's no uh, – got to put, the, put, your, put your foot on the gas pedal and get after it. So we'll, our guys will show up. All right, A.J., tear them up. Yes, Mike. Robert Ford joined by Don Orsillo, who is calling these games from the division series between the Astros and Indians on TBS. And you're also the San Diego Padres television broadcaster, your third year there with the Red Sox for a long time before that. And obviously being in the National League, Astros did play the Padres this year during the regular season, but it was early. So hadn't seen the Astros a, a whole lot. How do you prepare for a series like this when you know, you've been in the National League and, and two American League clubs? It is hard. I mean, you kind of get up to speed. Actually, uh, had a better feel for the Astros and I did the Indians, to be honest with you, uh, because as you mentioned, the Padres were in there earlier this year. Uh, April was our first road trip uh, into Houston. So uh, I got a feel for them then, and then I actually came back. TBS had a regular season game there against Seattle Mm -hmm. uh, in that horrible series that the Astros had against the Mariners, a four-game series. So uh, I got to see A.J. a little bit there and get a feel for his club. So I felt a little better about the Astros coming in as far as getting a grasp on them. Never saw the Indians all year. So uh, that was a little bit more challenging. But, you know, you get up to speed and you get a chance to – I have a very good relationship with Terry Francona. Uh, as you mentioned, I was in Boston, and he was there yeah. for eight of the years that I was there. So I was very comfortable being around Tito, and he got me up to speed pretty quickly on what's going on there. But uh, it's it's always fun and challenging, certainly at, uh, at the postseason level, which is, uh, to me, the best time of year. It definitely is. And thinking about 
your expectations, if you had any, coming into this series for what you'd see versus what you've seen so far through the first two games? Does it does it match up? It, actually, it doesn't. I thought mm-hmm. we were going to see great pitching uh, for both sides, and I thought we were going to see offense for both sides. And so far, it's been great pitching and great offense for one team, yeah. uh, yours. And yeah. <laughs> so uh, that part of it, I'm a little surprised by mm-hmm. uh, the inability by the Indians to really to do much, but it says a lot about your starting pitching and also about your offense. I mean, uh, it's obvious now uh, the defending world champions are uh, they're rolling right now. You know, mentioned you're a local broadcaster and have been for a long time. Have done games for TBS for a long time. What are the challenges broadcasting for a national audience as opposed to broadcasting for folks in San Diego or folks in New England? Totally different. I mean, you're telling the story of the two clubs that uh, you don't usually do the games for, uh, right. which makes it a challenge. And you're telling the stories uh, to their fan base, too, which is right. different. And I think uh, from a national standpoint, everyone kind of thinks that you're rooting against their team, which is interesting uh, perspective because I really have no uh, horse in the race at all. Right. So uh, I think when a team wins uh, the first two games like it, in this series, uh, there are people in Cleveland going, oh, you're definitely biased towards the Astros. No, 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 the Astros are actually just playing really well, and you're not. So uh, that's one of those things. But it's definitely a challenge, um, but I enjoy it very, very much. How much does it help having a guy besides you like Dennis Eckersley with the experience he has? I mean, in broadcasting now, and I know you work with him a little bit in Boston too, but also obviously a, a fantastic career as both a starter and a closer, kind of unique. No question. You know, he brings so much to the table as far as his experience, uh, having been a Cy Young Award winner and MVP and a Hall of Famer. And uh, you mentioned us working together. We've probably done over about 300 games together mm-hmm. in Boston. Uh, so very comfortable coming into this series, knowing each other as well as we do. Uh, but he brings so much to the table, especially in the pitching department. Um, and I, to me, I, I learn so much when I do a game with that. Things I don't even think about uh, mm-hmm. that he's able to express, which a lot of great players have trouble sometimes expressing. Right. Uh, and explaining how they did what they did or what a guy is doing, and he's very good at it. Now, you and I have something in common. We both were broadcasters for the Binghamton Mets once upon a time. I was there four years, 05 to 08. You were there 93, 94, and 95. And a lot of major league broadcasters cut their teeth in the minor leagues. How much do you think that time in Binghamton, I know you're also in AAA Pawtucket as well before you got to Boston. How much that time in the minor leagues you think really helped you get to this level? It's funny. When I got out of college, all I wanted to do was get to the minor leagues and start to get to where I could get to the major leagues. Mm -hmm. And I spent two years in A-ball in the New York Penn League, the three you mentioned in Binghamton and then five in Pawtucket so it was 10 years mm-hmm. I don't know that I necessarily needed 10 years <laughs> in the minor leagues yeah. but I will say this I think it, it really helped me realize how hard it is to get to the big leagues for the players yeah. taking the route the players did going a ball double a triple a seeing what they saw on the way up gives you a different perspective as to what they're going through and how hard it is to be here so yeah I, I, in, invaluable really Don Orsillo, always good to see you calling the division series between the Astros and Indians on TBS, and uh, thanks for joining us. Robert, thanks so much. Good luck to you. Turn up your radio, Houston. That ball's hit well to left center field, sending Kipnis back to the track, and that is out of here. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Alex Bregman gives the Astros a 3-1 to one lead. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. 
Be a pro with AC Pro.